red wine rocks white wine rocks you say it fast five times red wine walks white wine white white wine walks. No, i can't no, do it no, no i can't, can't do it is that no. is that what you learned from improv i did take theater class and uh i did learn it there <laughs> why am i not surprised <laughs> with your flannel shirt <laughs> at least i could say it welcome to mom and Ears. <laughs> welcome so we may sound a little bit differently because we're drunk on quarantinis (laughs) we may sound a little differently i I really have had too many quarantinis we're in two different rooms and two different houses because we're practicing very safe social distancing but we're still here for you social distancing we can't make out like we normally do which is awesome i actually really enjoy that part of this episode we should just stop making that compulsory yeah, I didn't know it was compulsory. <laughs> it's in the contract when you signed up to to do the podcast with me. I like to get down. <laughs> so um, I've got some really, really good scary stories for or creepy things that kids say. I followed the rules this week. Clara's not right this week. Katie's right this week. I'm probably still right this week. Oh, and by the way, I'm Katie Judge. Oh, and I'm Claire Berrios. And this is Mominous, the podcast that explores the creepy shit that kids say, because there's nothing creepier than a creepy kid other than coronavirus. <laughs> oh my god! I can't stop watching clips of Contagion and being like, they knew. <laughs> and it's oddly comforting. I cannot stop watching The Sixth Sense and imagining Harry in that same situation. You know what? So I know that... Everyone knows I don't watch horror movies, but I accidentally watched The Old Pet Cemetery when mm-mm, I was young, mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. which is the fucking I'm worst. sorry, not letting you get away with that. How do you accidentally watch Pet Cemetery? It was on USA, and I didn't know what was going on, and I was a pup, and I watched it. It's pretty recognizable as a horror movie from, like, the onset. I, I didn't know what it was. I didn't know about the book. I didn't know about any of the things. I'm not a Stephen King aficionado, if you douchey will um (laughs) so i watched it and there are lines and i now i'm now i can't even remember exactly what they are but sometimes i i want to like teach them to james and then have them have him say them to my aunt because she's obsessed with stephen king and i feel like it would like ruin her life like she would really be out of her own skin for a really long time wait ruin her life (laughs) if she's a stephen king fan wouldn't she be delighted no i think it would like freak her out Oh, you should be scared of it. I think it'd scare the shit out of her. What's the, you, like, it's like after the kid, the little kid is dead and then he's got the knife and he's like, he says something about like, I want to play with you or I played with somebody and now I want to play with you. And he's got, a, he's got a knife in his I'm hand. I'm sorry. I'm just going to have to just once again, call bullshit on you. This sounds like you watched it way farther into the time that you realized. Oh, just the whole thing. When you realized this was a horror movie, why did you not change the channel? This was when I was very young and I had yet to develop my deep aversion. I wasn't interested, but the movie had a plot and I wanted to see it through and I did. I thought this was like the other day. No, this was like, I think I was probably like 14 years old. (laughs) Is USA even like a channel on TV anymore? (laughs) I'm sorry, I thought it was the other day. No, I was like, it was like in between Matlock reruns that I was watching with my grandmother. And I was like, I'm going to watch this fucked up movie. I watch Matlock. I love Matlock. Matlock theme song is the ringtone whenever Dan calls. 
What? Mm-hmm. This is a really big fact. Um, Matlock was my first celebrity crush. And I'm not kidding. I want to. I, I think we've talked about this before. I wanted to like do the nasty with Andy Griffith in his gray suit. I really like it. I think he was a hot box, and I I stand by it. He had morality on his side, clothing consistency. We all know I like clothing consistency. That's the grossest thing I've ever seen in my mind. Siri, you wanted to fuck Matlock badly. Oh, Katie. As a kid, it was my like you know celebrity crush. This isn't twisted. I was a child. (laughs) You as a kid wanted to fuck Matlock as an old man already. Not Andy Griffith from the Andy Griffith show. Andy Griffith from Matlock. Yes, correct. I lived in a house with all women. That was like the guy that I saw on a regular basis. That's disgusting. Look, I'm putting myself out there and I could give a fuck what you think. I still think (laughs) Matlock was a... Hell of a man. And I liked his gray suits. All right. Well, you know. No one listening thinks I'm wrong. So I'm just going to keep, I'm going to stay with it. No one listening who agrees with you is going to speak up. (laughs) Well, I did. I don't know where to go with this. Let's just go straight into the stories. Let's go right into something less freaky, like people talking about their kids telling freaky shit. And I've already freaked you guys out so bad with my Matlock crush that you'll be fine. Yeah, you'll be okay. Don't worry, there's nothing weirder than imagining Katie as a child lusting after Matlock as a wrinkly old octogenarian. Sorry, septagenarian. I feel like he was in his 60s during that show. Sexagenarian. Ooh, double entendre. I'd hit it. (laughs) It's my turn to go first. Oh, go ahead. Good. I'm so happy that you agree. You're really pixelated and the connection seems super shitty right now, by the way. But we can hear each other just fine. Yeah, but I can't see you. Okay, well, then get over it, all right? I don't know how I'm supposed to perform under these circumstances. (laughs) You're such a diva. I'm really not. I'm low maintenance. Okay, Mariah. Let me start with Sandy. Hey, Sandy. And Sandy says, when my daughter was two, she started playing with an imaginary friend. She was so young, she didn't make up names yet. All of her baby dolls were just called Baby. But she would talk about my Michael all the time. And my Michael is in quotes. They'd play hide and seek, toys, whatever. And each day, she'd have a different story about him. My youngest brother, Michael, passed away when he was two. And it's not something I really talk about. I love that story. Jeez. It's so sweet to me. It's like two little two-year-olds, one alive, one dead as fuck, just like hanging out, chill. Oh, did you hear that? This is this is our new normal. There's a little I, background noise because we're not down in the murder room. I know. The murder room is a fucking tomb, and this is not a tomb. And I am not going into the murder room by myself, so I will not be recording from the murder room for the duration of our quarantini. Back to the story. Yeah, I loved this because I thought it was so sweet. Her little brother, Michael, the whole thing together just gave me all the feels. I thought it was so cute. I love, yeah, we've talked about this before. I love when any story makes me feel like someone that you've lost or someone that you're missing is coming back in another way. The reincarnation theme. It's a big deal for me. But, you know, you didn't catch my little Easter egg at the end of last episode. No, I didn't. Mm -mm. 
if you let the whole episode play at the end of it, it's just a clip of you whispering, yeah, well, I believe in reincarnation. (laughs) I cut that clip out and I put it at the end and it's my favorite thing I've ever done. (laughs) I like a little Easter egg. You're so weird. Or I don't know that I believe in it. I just don't not believe in it. Hypocrisy. J'accuse. J'accuse. I'm going on strike. <laughs> Last podcast. The pay here is shit, and I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> What's your story? This is not my contract. Okay, this is a good one. <laughs> this actually came from my friend Stacy. She sent this directly to me via text, and it is some fucked up shit. So... Her baby boy said to her, after lights out bedtime cuddles, which is a part of their routine, he said, Mommy, I need to see your face. And she said, No, it is time to go to sleep now. So he says, Is your body normal, Mommy? She says, Yes, I think so. Is your body body normal, baby? And he says, Yes, Mom, my body is always normal. But the other mommy that comes in sometimes at night has your face but a different body. Oh my God. Oh my God. Wait, wait, wait. She doesn't react. She says, okay, bud, time to go to sleep. And he says, a ghost body. No. What the fuck? No. I know this kid. He totally said this shit. Oh my God. Yeah. Holy shit. Wait, did he, did Stacy ask him further about what that meant? This is all she shared with me. Stacy. Stacy, she didn't she didn't yet. I will follow up with her though. So that that's actually something that really scares me. Like I'm a big scaredy cat. I love scary things, but there are certain things that really scare me. There's this one urban myth or urban legend story that's around that freaks me the fuck out every time I hear it or read it or whatever and it's the story of, you know, like a kid is playing upstairs. Or he's asleep upstairs and from the downstairs kitchen, his mom calls his name. And so he gets up to like go downstairs. And as he reaches the stairs, he gets grabbed and pulled into his mom's room. And it's his mom. And she's like, don't go. I heard it too. And it's this cheesy fucking story. But for whatever reason, I cannot get over how scary that is. Yeah, that's a terrifying story. Right? If there's some motherfucking spirit. Some fucking demon that's in, in, uh, now I was gonna say intimidating, <laughs> imitating his mother. Fuck that shit. Yeah. Or maybe he just saw like Coco and now put her like ghost body onto her with her head. That's what I'm gonna go with. What? Like it was semi transparent? Yeah. Or something. I mean, yeah. If you're gonna go Casper with it. Yeah, I am. I'm going to matlock this right into a Casper. <laughs> You're going to matlock. Just go straight into Devon Sawa. Just like uh-huh. straight from Devon Sawa to Casper and back again. I already know that the title of this episode is Matlock is Hot. And it's I already not. know what the drawing is going to be. It's not. And even if you change the title to something else, I still know what the drawing is going to be. <laughs> and there's nothing you can do about it. So. <laughs> right. It'll be good. Yeah, I'm excited. You're you're a champion. You're a champion. Check it out. Listen, I'm really scared of that story, but I'm way scared of the fact that you had a boner for Matlock. I don't know why. 
I mean, he was kind. He was a lawyer. He was successful. He wore the same suit every day. You're a fucking gold digger. You're like, hey, this guy trusts, and he's got Monet. Um, yeah, you got no, you got no response. Other than to say, <laughs> if I'm actually a gold digger, why did I marry a working man? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, burn! Take that, Jamie. You're a hard worker. Now's a good time to say I just cut out something really inappropriate that Katie said. Yeah. And I did that as a favor to her to to spare her the shame. Yeah, to just keep it real. Keep me above board. Why don't you go ahead and thank me? Thanks, Claire. Yeah, that'll be the title of the episode. Thanks, Claire. <laughs> go ahead. But the drawing's going to be... The drawing's going to be Matlock. Matlock-centric. <laughs> <laughs> Potentially all of them will be moving forward. Yeah, moving um, forward, it's just going to be a Matlock show. Um, that was freaky, Stacey. I, yeah, and I have, like, my other two stories are great, and they're I, I like them, but I, I that one really freaked me out. And it's a good friend of mine. That one's straight nonsense. Yeah, that's crazy, right? Uh, well, I love you this, know. This, this little guy. He's one of those classic, like, matter-of-fact toddlers, too. He just says things like, he says the craziest shit, and he says it really, like, in a really yeah. straightforward voice. Yeah, because that's just reality, and he needs, yeah. you know, like, he just, that's his reality, and it's fine. Yeah, he's like, you coming back up in here with your ghost body later, Mario? <laughs> Real mommy or ghost body mommy? I don't care. Oh, God, I love that. Yeah. All right, I'm going to try and beat it. Go ahead. I'm going to bring you my tear jerker, motherfucker. Oh, dear. Okay, you ready? You're going to cry. You're going to weep. You're going to be praying to Matlock. All right, ready? It's from Priscilla. And Priscilla says, my five-year-old was on life support in a coma for six weeks. Oh Boom. My God. Starts off with a motherfucking tearjerker. Jesus. I don't know why I'm so competitive over this, but like, <clears throat> much later, clearly, when he learned to talk again, he told us that two angels gave him hugs and said they loved him. <gasps> and one had red hair and one light hair. I asked when. He said when he was sick. He was in a coma the whole time. He was five. Had never been to church. His oh grandmother, God. who he never met because she passed away before he was born, had red hair. And I recently discovered that my birth mom was a blonde. I believe they hugged him and saved him. Oh, I love the story. Isn't that motherfucking sweet? I just don't want, I mean, I don't want to derail the sweetness, but I don't understand what is creepy about that story, Claire. It's paranormal. Hmm. Para? No, 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 normal. Uh, I don't know if angels fall under paranormal, but everyone's they definition totally of the fall word. under paranormal they're like a thousand percent paranormal not if you believe in them but i love that story that is really sweet oh fuck i love that story isn't that sweet priscilla yeah, well done sometimes you just need a little chocolate need snack a little like that yeah a little i'm sorry a little what a little like chocolate snack like that was just like sweetness oh a little matlock a little matlock treat look you're not going to break me on this. I still think he's hot. <laughs> I'm not trying to break you. I'm just trying to milk it for every bit that it's worth. Yeah, but you can't. Because I just think he, he's a good stand-up dude. And when I was younger, I would very much 
like to have gone out on like a fancy dinner date with him that ended in some kind of handholding and something that ended in what like handholding i was probably like 11 i didn't fucking know what was going on sexually in the world i was raised catholic i didn't know what a blowjob was until i was like 20 <laughs> wait i have so much to unpack none here. of this is true you didn't you didn't know what a blowjob was until you were 20 no, I definitely knew by the time I was 20, but I didn't know for a very long time. Like people in high school were talking about it and I had no idea. And I did that thing when you fake that, you mm-hmm. know, what somebody's talking about and you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, I totally get that. Yeah, I, I go down. I facilitated eight blowjobs just last Thursday. <laughs> you facilitated them? <laughs> Yeah, no, I uh, I was a very, I was very naive. I was, very, I was not exposed to <laughs> lots of knowledge, and um, mm-hmm. I had no fucking clue what was going on most of most of my adolescent life. But now I'm wise. Now I know all of the things. Now you know what blowjobs are. <laughs> I didn't know a lot of things, but I did know that I thought Matlock was a snack of a man. Get it together. You get it together. You get it together. And you tell your next story. Okay, this one kind of goes along the same lines um, of our reincarnation theme. So Caroline wrote in and said, My son always says that he has a brother, and that his brother's name is Noah, and that they play together in his dreams. And when my son pretend plays, he always says, Come on, brother. Oh, There's no brother. Yeah. And then she wrote in another post that... She felt sad about this because she had some history, which she didn't get into, but that it that, that this made her sad because she feels like there's like a brother spirit around. And so I think that that was a really another really sweet story of a brother that's not actually here being around. Is it sad or is it sweet? Because that to me is sad because it seems like she's sad about it. I'm taking my cues from her. Yeah. Maybe it's sad. Way to bum us all out. Sorry, team. <laughs> I mean, I think it is sweet that he has a brother. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I, whether it's in Come the on, spiritual- brother. Yeah, because whether it's in the spiritual world or the physical world, you know, it's it's sibling bonds are awesome and important and and by the way that's not to say that you know only children can't be happy of course they can oh yeah it doesn't mean that you know sibling bonds aren't super cool yeah i kind of like my sisters my brother's okay (laughs) way to sound tempered (laughs) i kind of like my sisters and my brother's okay (laughs) all right you got another good one for me that's not sad i do better not be mine no it's definitely not You don't have the range. Oh, my God. Okay. Lisette said, when my son was three, we visited the Santa Barbara Mission in California. Ooh. While we were walking through the graveyard, he told me, I don't like the monsters in the little houses. What the fuck? While pointing at the small mausoleums. (gasps) Right? I mean... In defense of this child, James and all of his classmates right now see monsters fucking everywhere. I don't know what they have been exposed to because we don't watch 
anything in the house that's monster related. But there are monsters in his milk cup. There's a monster at the seat next to him. There's monsters in his room. There's a monster in the closet. They're everywhere. I have to I have to admit, Harry sort of has a thing about monsters too, but it's never that he sees the monsters. It's not like, oh, I see a monster over there. It's more just like, hey, remember those monsters? And then he brags <laughs> a lot. He brags a lot about watching Monsters, Inc. and Monsters University. Because the first time that he watched it, he was a little bit scared. And then he waited like two and a half months and he was like, I'm older. I should watch it now. I've now eclipsed the uh, PG-13 rating. <laughs> I'm ready to go. It's time to watch Home Alone. You know what? With the blinders off. Good for you. Yeah, I'm fucking doing it, man. You are maturing. You're coming into your own. It's a really important time in your life, man. You should read On the Road. By Jack Kerouac? Yeah. Isn't that what all coming-of-age kids do? Yeah, if you're a dude. <laughs> and you need to have a minute. I fucking read on the road. It does not apply to me. So you're just going to totally lean away from that joke now? No, no, no. I'm going to lean into my opinion about on the road, which <laughs> no, is... No, no, no. We don't have time for this. God damn it. All right. Let's wrap this shit up because I got a good one and it's about going to bed. Kim writes in and says, my son told me he has levitated more than once a night in his bed. And I swallowed a scream. <gasps> what the fuck? What? I'm obviously going to write back to Kim and investigate this because I need to know more. How old is your kid? How big is his bed? How often has he said this? And did you follow up? Kim, I want to know more. This so is hilarious. So many questions. So many questions. Does he? I, I really want to know, did he say the word levitated? Because that makes it seem fake to me. My son told me he has levitated. Maybe he said something like, well, okay, I need, think we know, need to know how old he is. Because if he's 13, if he says levitated, then yeah, he probably means levitated. If he's four, then maybe he heard the word levitated and he doesn't know what it means. Or he is four and he has levitated and he does know what it means and this shit is fucked up. And they need to move to a different house. I feel like our roles are reversed right now. I'm just trying to poke the tiger. <laughs> You stay away from me, you bitch Carol Baskin. <laughs> <sighs> it's funny because we, we've changed the format so that you could squeeze this podcast into your commute, but you fuckers aren't commuting now. No, you're not. Get ready for an hour and a half of this shit. <laughs> no, we're going to keep it tight and right for you, like Matlock. Oh, man, that's just oh, he's oh, so God. good. Such a gorgeous person. I'm never going to forget that you are hungry for a Matlock snack. I'm not hungry for him anymore. Liar. You're looking I'm away wist. I see you right now looking away wistfully. I'm reading my mominous document. To make sure, sure, I miss sure you're anything. reading your mominous document and drools coming out of your mouth. You think I'm looking at pictures of Matlock? Prove that you're not. I was looking at that elusive Matlock porn. <laughs> Get yours. <laughs> <laughs> well, you still can. While he's still alive. He's not. He's not alive. Oh, did he die? Yeah, I think so. Oh, nuts. Yeah, fuck you, Claire. You ruined everything. We're going to have to fact check that. I'm going to Google it right now. Then we have to wrap this up. I mean, he died in Waitress. I don't know if... Yeah, he died. 2012. I'm sorry. You thought he died because he died in Waitress? No, I thought he died because I saw the news that said that he died in 2012. 
Then I Googled it. But he also dies in Waitress. Spoiler alert. I think it's a good place to end it. Yeah. Don't watch Waitress. I already told you the most important thing that happens in it. Matlock dies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, he doesn't die. He just like goes into like a coma or something. All right. We're going to need to. I don't know. We need to stop you right now. There's way too much Matlock trivia being being shared on this podcast. All right. So please follow us at Mominous Podcast. I'm sorry. No, I'm lying. Oh, please follow. <laughs> please follow us. <laughs> no, let me do this. Come on. Shut up. Please follow us at the Mominous on Instagram. Stop laughing. I can see you. It's not funny. This is our business. <laughs> this is our business, you fucking Matlock ho. Oh my God. You're so aggressive. <laughs> I don't know why you're taking a sip. Your part's coming up. Just trying to drink the pain away. And remember, if your kid says something creepy, don't let it bother you. Run! No, I was kind of hoping, what I was trying to lead you into is like a Matlock-themed, like, say it in a southern accent. You know what I mean? Like like, like a lilting southern accent. Shall we try it again? Sure, go ahead. I always like direction. Can you pull this off? Yeah. Hardcore. All right, well, I'll be the judge of that. Are you ready? Yeah. Remember, if your kid says something creepy, don't let it bother you. But don't turn around. That was just my cousin Vinny. That wasn't Matlock. That was my cousin Vinny. That's all you're going to get. That's it? Mominous was created and produced by Claire Barrios and Katie Judge and written by your weirdo children. <laughs>